Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Socratic Circle. It is Monday, March the 4th, 2019. It is currently 8.20 p.m. Central Time. Now, I want to talk about a very important subject, a subject that I have a lot of thoughts about, and I, I think it's probably a subject most people don't think about. So this is one of those weird situations. It's something I've thought about my entire life. And most people are like, yeah, so what? Who really cares? And that means probably I shouldn't record an episode about it. I mean, do you, do you record an episode of a podcast about a subject that you think most people don't care about? Logic would tell you, don't do that. But if you believe the topic is important, you go ahead and record it because your hope is that someone, maybe by accident, will listen and they too will see, you know what, this is a very important subject. So let's try to set this up. Let's try to lay the foundation. Now it's the Socratic circle, so I'm going to have to ask, place this in a question form. Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? If you took a piece of paper and you were given an assignment, you have 15 minutes to describe who you are on a piece of paper. What would you write? What would, what would be placed on that piece of paper to let people know who you really are? Now, some people will say, I'm a father. I'm a husband. They may describe their occupation. I'm in the military, or I'm a construction worker. I drive a truck. I'm a doctor. I'm a lawyer. Okay, is that really who you are? Or is that certain responsibilities and certain relationships you have? A father describes your relationship as well, with your children. A husband, that describes your relationship with your wife. Your occupation describes what you do. That just describes really kind of responsibilities, relationships. Does it really describe who you are? Have you even given it much thought to try to figure out who you are? Now, when people are growing up, I'll never forget this conversation I had with someone in my family when I was a teenager. This individual in my family was going through one of these situations that a lot of teenagers go through. They, they, kept, they basically kept copying um, things in popular media, like maybe a popular singer or a popular this, and they would try to dress like them, act like them, try to even mimic the same, you know, the same actions that they would do, the way they walked or the way they, they acted. They were copying other people. And I, and I kept saying, you know, you're, you're trying to act like Bono from U2. I know that's dating me, but okay. You're trying to act like this person or this. And I can name all these bands that most of you wouldn't even know, so I won't waste my time. All right, you, you, you're trying to act like this or you're trying to act like that. And why are you, why are you trying to find your identity in all of these other people? And the, his exact words, I'll never forget them because I don't know who I am. Wow. 
And I think a lot of young people, a lot of teenagers go through that. They don't know who they are, so they put on a fake facade. They, they pretend to be something they aren't. They, 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 they try to cover up that insecurity because they're filled with insecurity that inside they don't really know who they are and they have all this pressure from all these people around them telling who they should be. So you, you, I think growing up you find this weird situation. I don't really know who I am. I don't even know if I'm comfortable with who I am and I don't know if I want really anyone to know who I am because I could be mocked. I could be attacked. I could be made fun of. So I try to be what I think everyone wants me to be. Right? You figure, so really there's two things. Who are you? All right. Are you ready? Who are you? And who do you pretend to be? Two questions. Who are you? And who do you pretend to be? Now you're, everyone will say, I don't pretend to be anyone. I am me. I am my own person. I've heard that so many times. So many times people claim that. Again, it's typically young people. I'm my own person. I do my own thing. It just happens that my own thing and my own person is a lot like everyone I hang out with. It's, it seems to be, uh, it seems to go along with what will give you the least amount of trouble, the least amount of difficulty. It will help you fit in the most. Well, uh, is that really you? Or are you just trying to be what you think everyone wants you to be and then claim that that's really you? This is a big psychological topic that you really have to dig into because you have to know who you are. You have to. And then you have to figure out when you're not really being who you are. And we live in a world that everything around us screams conformity. Conform. Conform or be cast out. Conform or be cast out. Conform or be viewed as the weirdo. Conform or you're the problem. I attended a school in the middle of West Texas in a little small town. And there was a way you were supposed to dress. There was a way you were supposed to talk. There was a music you were supposed to listen to. There was a way you were supposed to think. And I walked into the school saying, no, 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 no. I'm going to be me. And if you don't like it, you've got the problem. Now, ultimately it became my problem because well, I could go through all the horrible things that happened to me in my life in high school, and it would be a sad, sad story. And then everyone would focus on the sad, sad story instead of what I really want you to focus on. The issue is you have to understand there's that pressure to conform. And you just walk into, say, high school, and you're like, this is what you're supposed to do. This is what you're supposed to like. These are the activities you're supposed to participate in. These are the things you're supposed to be, uh, uh, you're supposed to be excited about. These are those, you know, these... Um, you know, these things you do as a, as a rite of passage, you do this, you, you go to the prom, you must show up at your graduation ceremony because, I mean, there's no reason you would skip a graduation ceremony and you must get your school picture taken and you must, you know, possibly buy a school ring and you must get a yearbook and, and everyone just goes along with it like mindless sheep and no one ever's like, you know what, I really don't want to do any of these things. I don't want to show up at my graduation ceremony. I don't want to participate in that. I don't want to participate in that. And what you get told by the school officials, or at least in my case, you know, if you would try to fit in a little bit more. Oh, so the problem is me. I have to try to fit in because no one can accept the fact that I'm not following along. Maybe the issue is 
I know who I am and I'm in a school filled with people who haven't yet quite figured it out and they're all pretending to be something that they're not. Or maybe you could argue, I was pretending to be something I wasn't. Maybe I was really like all of them. There's a lot of questions you could get into, but the questions, again, I want to pose to you is who are you? Who do you pretend to be? Who are you really? Can you even define yourself? I don't think, I think it's such a question that we've never, I don't think we've ever been forced to answer that question at any point in our life that even when I think about that, what would I put down on paper? I mean, I'm recording the podcast, but to be honest with you, I don't know what I would write down on the piece of paper. I, I would have a hard time trying to figure out who am I? Who, like really, if I really get down, who am I? Because it's easy to fall into the trap of describing what I do or, or just you know, like, you know, when you really get into who we are as a person, what, what does that mean? What does it really mean to know who we are? Well, is it, do, am I defining who I am based off my perception of who I am, but is my perception of who I am actually accurate? Or is my perception of who I, who I am is actually flawed? Maybe my own perception of who I am is not even accurate. Maybe that sometimes that's why people have to go to counselors and psychologists trying to have them unpack who they are and then say, no, who, this is who you really are. Oh, thank you for helping me figure that out. I don't think we do a lot of self-discovery. I don't think we're taught. I don't think there's any, like, who are you really? I don't think there's, I don't think there's a lot of uh, discussion about that. I, I, I could be wrong, but, and then because you've got to figure out who you are before you can figure out who you're pretending to be, because if you can't figure out who you are, then you can't figure out who you're pretending to be, right? You, you have to, it, it's a very difficult subject. So I'll just leave you with these questions. Here's what I do. Who are you? Who are you pretending to be? And the reason I'm bringing all of this up and you're like, this, this is a strange topic. It's, it's not a strange topic. It's actually an important topic. It really is. Um, I'm telling you, there's so many issues in your life and in my life that really flows from this not really knowing who we are, not really knowing what we pretend to be. But the reason all of this came up is I was listening to music, which I do on a regular, consistent basis. I had a pair of headphones on, and I was listening to a song. The name of the song is Miss Me More by Kelsey Ballerini. Kelsey Ballerini. All right. Now, you may not know who Kelsey Ballerini is. You can look her up. You may not like the song. It's kind of a country slash pop song. It's from her album uh, in 2018. However, uh, this, uh, she released a new single from it, which is the song Miss Me More, and it's getting some attention. I was listening to Sirius XM, and they have a new discovery channel, right? A, a channel where you discover new music. And uh, this was one of the tracks that they played. And I was like, okay, this is pretty good. Now, the first thing that caught my attention is when I saw the title, right? Because, you know, when the next song comes on, if you've ever used the um, Sirius XM app, um, you see the, co you know, the cover art of the, of the song or of the album. And I'm like, okay, there's, there's Kelsey Ballerini. Okay, know who she is, all right? Oh, there's the song title, all right? And I looked at the song title, Miss Me More. All right, now, immediately when I saw the song title, you can probably think how I began to interpret what I was about to hear, okay? This is gonna be a song about 
you know, I hope this person misses me more. I want them to miss me more. I, I want you to miss me. Now, they may want you to miss me because they want you to, they want, you want the other person to feel bad because they broke off the relationship and they don't have you anymore. Or maybe you want them to miss you more so that they will appreciate you more. There's a lot of different ways you can go, but it's basically some kind of love song, broken relationship. Okay, miss me more. Okay, got it. And then the song started. And it took a different direction lyrically. Now, musically, it, there was nothing you know, revolutionary, nothing that creative about the music. But lyrically, it caught my attention. Let me go through some of the lyrics. Are you ready? Because I think this is pretty important. Let's go with the first verse. I retired my red lipstick because you said you didn't like it. I didn't wear my high heel shoes because I couldn't be taller than you. I didn't want to lose my friends, but now it's hard to even find them. It's what you wanted, ain't it? It's what you wanted. I thought I'd miss you when it ended. I thought it hurt me, but it didn't. I thought I'd miss you. I thought I'd miss you. All right? All right, we, get, we got a basic idea, but we're kind of getting a creative thing that's happening here, right? Obviously, a relationship has, has fallen apart, but that first verse really sets it up. Because in this relationship, in this song... Either it's something she's experienced or she's just writing it, you know, uh, as, you know, she's the character describing what happened. But in the relationship, something was occurring. She was, she, she was being basically forced to change. She was basically being forced to conform to something, to please someone else. So when it was all over, she thought she would miss this individual more, but she didn't. And then here is really the key. But I miss me more. See, I thought I would miss you, but no, no, no. I miss me more. I miss my own beat to my own snare drum. I miss me more. Miss my own sheets in the bed I made up. I forgot I had dreams. I forgot I had wings. Forgot who I was before I ever kissed you. Yes, I thought I'd miss you, but I miss me more. Now, to me, that's a brilliant twist in the song. It's a brilliant concept because the concept is it's somewhere in this relationship I lost me I don't even know what happened but somewhere in there I stopped being me and I stopped being what you wanted me to be and now that the relationship is over I realize I miss me I realize I got to get back to who I was my dreams the things I desired this is about missing self not missing someone else not missing what that what the relationship was but realizing what you lost in that relationship and what you lost in that relationship was yourself. And so many times, in so many different ways, we lose who we are because of societal structures. Society makes us conform to certain things and we sometimes have to give up ourselves. We give up, like... Again, I, I go back to high school, but so many kids walk into high school and after four years and they finally walk across the stage, they get a piece of paper, okay, whatever that supposedly is worth, okay? But what I think they sometimes, real, hopefully they realize is, you know what I gave up for those four years to get that piece of paper? I didn't give up just time each day. I didn't give up effort. I didn't give up study. What I gave up was my identity. At the end of that stage, they need to go back and pick up, okay, who am I? And sometimes it's in the work world. It's the corporate world. Sometimes it can be in a family. It can be in all kinds of different situations. And sometimes we go, who, 
What did I give up? And it's, I lost myself. But let's go back to Kelsey Ballerina's, Ballerina's song. If I can say her name right. Kelsey Ballerini. Here we go. I hope I'm saying the name right. I, I, if I'm not, I apologize, but I'm pretty sure that's the name. All right. Back to this lyric again. Um, next verse. I put on my old records that I hid in the back of the closet. And I turned them up to 10. And then I played them all again. I found my independence. Can't believe I ever lost it. What you want, what you wanted ain't it. It's what you wanted. I thought I'd miss you when it ended. I thought it hurt me, but it didn't. I thought I'd miss you. Yeah, I thought I'd miss you, but I miss me more. I miss my own beat to my own snare drum. I miss me more. Miss my own sheets and the bed I made up. I forgot I had dreams. I forgot I had wings. Forgot who I was before I ever kissed you. Yeah, I thought I'd miss you, but I miss me more. I think you get the idea. And then there's a lot of repetition as in a standard um, type of pop song in 2019. Well, throughout history. I mean, you go back to even some of the Beatles' more poppy songs. And well, they, they're, they're very repetitive at times. But you get the idea. It's still clever. I miss me more. She loses herself. And so she pulls the records out. Well, why did she ever give the records up? Why? Because she's in a relationship with the person who didn't like music. Why does that mean you're going to give up music? If you love music and your love for music is who you are and you get in a relationship, you shouldn't have to give that up. You have, you have to be you. And if the relationship kills who you are, then it's a deadly relationship. I see that all the time. Oh, don't even get me started when it comes to me. Oh, now I can get, now I can get fired. <laughs> okay, now I'm going to go on a full-fledged rant, okay? I'll try to take a deep breath. This is how it always works. 16, 17, 18 years of age, whatever. I love music, man. Music is my life. Music is my passion. I'm a music fan. I love music, man. I love music. Don't question me being a music fan because I love music. And then when you go find that same person when they're 21 or 22, now they quote unquote got married and well, my wife doesn't really like music and my wife really doesn't like that kind of music and she doesn't like it loud. So, you know, I had to stop listening to music. Oh, you had to stop being who you are for someone else? Be you. And if they don't like you, why are you in a relationship with them? Did you get into a relation? Did they get into a relationship with you so that you would be what they wanted? Or did they get into a relationship with you because they love or like or attracted or care about you? Now that's a hard thing because in relationships, during the initial stage, yeah, it's so cool to get to know this other person. Oh, they're cool. They're, they're, they're a mystery. All right, it's a, there's an attraction. Oh, I like that. And then, as the relationship continues, now it becomes about conformity. Making them into your own image. We're all guilty of it. I'm guilty of it. You're guilty of it. But we have to realize that in a relationship, we can't lose who we are. We can't. And we shouldn't. We shouldn't. I'm grateful that I have been in a relationship with my wife. And even though I have uh, not always been perfect by any stretch of the imagination and made plenty of mistakes, not been 
always the, the best husband I could be. And you don't, don't sit there and judge me because you've probably been in relationships where you haven't been the best either. We all are imperfect. We all fail. We all make mistakes. And we have to live up to those mistakes and try to make them better. But the one thing I can say, hopefully, in, in my relationship is I've always been allowed to be me. I was never forced to change. I loved music then. Guess what? Turned 51 years of age on March the 2nd. And guess what? I still listen to music just as much as I did when I was 16 or 17. My love for music has never been impeded upon. It's never been changed. It's never been told to turn it down. Well, maybe a couple times been told to turn it down, but it's always been allowed. Being able to uh, work the family budget so I could have money for my music, it occurred. Because I love music. I love professional wrestling. Nothing has ever gotten in the way of me being able to pursue that passion and that love. Talking about it, going to events, reading about it. That's the way it's supposed to be. You're two individuals. Now, I know from a biblical perspective, these two individuals become one. And as they become one, though, you don't kill off who you are. You don't. You have to allow that. Who are you and who do you pretend to be? Now, I know I just got into all right there. I just opened a can of worms about relationships and how relationships work. But some people be like, nope, nope. Um, if my wife doesn't like it, then I just give into it. And I just go along with it because, because, you know, it's all about love and self-sacrifice. And I understand there's self-sacrifice and I understand there's love, but you can't kill who you are. Because if you kill who you are, at some point you're going to realize, wait a minute, what I've lost in this relationship is me and now I'm unhappy. When, both, when people lose who they are, if it's really who they are, if it's truly who they are, you don't just get rid of it. It's still there. It's just laying dormant. And, it's, and it may make you a dis, unsatisfied, dissatisfied, discontent. And so many times what happens in relationships, something happens and, and then it falls apart. And then what happens is as soon as the marriage falls apart, People go their separate ways and they almost become different people. Well, why do they become different people than they were in their marriage? Because somewhere in their marriage, they stopped being them and pretended to be something they were not or conformed to something else. Yeah. Now, again, please note, please, please understand. This is a podcast, right? This is not an academic explanation of relationships. This is not a, a psychological uh, you know, paper that's peer reviewed. This is me basically raising a topic and asking some questions and challenging a very important concept that again shows up in a pop song. Who are you and who do you pretend to be? And hey, let me ask you, do you miss yourself much? Do you miss who you really are? Something to think about. Now, Again, I could get into uh, a theological discussion here, and there's a lot of Christian uh, concepts that we could get into trying to figure out how this fits into the Christian concept because there is a, a little bit of losing a certain aspect of ourself as being a Christian um, because Christianity teaches we're born sinners, and as we become a, a Christian, we, we are made spiritually alive. And it's almost, uh, well, it's not really, a, it's about the old man dying and becoming something new, but that's the sinful man that is dying, all right? There's still something there about who we are as per people and 
Well, again, it gets into trying to define who are we. So there's a lot of different uh, ways we could look into that, but that would get into a more theological discussion, which this w- that would turn for another three or four hours, and I don't want to make the, the podcast any longer than it's already been, which is 23 minutes, well, 24 minutes as of right now. So I'll stop. So let me give you the name of the song. You can go listen to it for yourself. Just because I think it's cleverly written. Miss Me More by Kelsey Ballerini. Miss Me More by Kelsey Ballerina. There's a video out for it. Um, and again, it's available. The song is available on all streaming services. If you uh, have Apple uh, streaming service or Spotify, if you look for the Music Matters uh, the Music Matters playlist, the Music Matters playlist by me, Trevor, my playlist is available on Spotify and Apple. It's called the Music Matters playlist. Uh, well, it's based off the Music Matters podcast. I do a podcast called the Music Matters podcast where I talk about music. But the playlist is really about what music that I think matters right now. Things that I think could be a hit, maybe something I'm listening to that's older, but it's always changing. The playlist is always being updated and it just gives you a, a good glimpse into to the music that I think that matters. I have a pretty good track record of picking things that I think will be super important or a hit way before they become one. Um, so I, I still continue to do that. But the main thing is it's just about what is I'm listening to and what I think matters. So if you're interested in that playlist, you can find it on Spotify or Apple. Look for the Music Matters playlist. All right. And if you're interested in the Music Matters podcast, that podcast may, uh, should start being available all over the uh, a different uh, all the different podcasting sites at some point. Um, I was asked to do that podcast for someone else. And so I record it for them, and now they're trying to get the podcast out there more. So you can be looking for that if you're interested in my take on music, which, again, sometimes tend to be more philosophical. Because, hey, I do a podcast called The Socratic Circle. Hey, I went to school for philosophy. Hey, hey, I went to school for religious education, theology, and church history. I wonder why I look at things from that perspective. Okay, well, that's a whole thing. Well, I'll stop right there. So I'll I'll end with this. Take some time to figure out who you are. Take some uh, time to figure out who you've been pretending to be. You reconcile that conflict. You reconcile that issue. And I think I think there's something I think there's some psychological value in trying to figure this out. I'm not saying everything again. I'm not trying to answer every question. I'm not trying to resolve like because again this is important. Someone hear a podcast like this and think I'm saying this or saying that and you're taking what I'm saying. You can't do that. You can't apply what I'm saying to every situation because every situation would have to be looked at and go, okay, what, what's the circumstances here? What, what, okay, what's happening here? And I, I, may, I may offer a different opinion if I was trying to counsel someone. I'm trying to challenge people that, hey, we, we, we have to know who we are and we have to realize there's so much around us trying to change who we are, forcing us to be something we are not, forcing us to be what other people want us to be, and we lose ourselves, and that, I think, is detrimental to us spiritually. I think it's detrimental to us mentally. I think it's detrimental uh, detrimentally to us emotionally. I think there's nothing but negativity that comes from us losing who we are and pretending to be something we are not, because who we are is who we are, unless you are pretending to be something you weren't when you told everyone that's what you were, right? Like the person claiming to be a big music fan and then later it's clearly either they changed because someone told them to change or they really were never, that they were trying to find identity in claiming to be a music fan, but they never really were. 
but it gave them identity. It gave them a sense of identity. And some people will do anything to have a sense of identity. They will reach for anything. They'll say, I'm this, I'm this, because they need an identity. And the reason they're trying to find an identity is they haven't bothered to try figure out who they are. And they like to be attached to something. I'm, I'm this kind of fan. I'm this kind of fan. That's who I am. And I'm like, really? Is that really who you are? Is that really? Because I, I don't see that that's who you are. I see that that's who you're pretending to be for a short period of time because it gives you a sense of identity. Some people, are that. Some people find their identity in their work. Some people, uh, their entire identity starts off with, so what do you do? Right? And, 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 and it's always about what, I, you know, my, what job I have. That, that, that's, for some people, their identity is literally their job. They, they don't know who they are apart from that job. And that's why you always hear those stories about people who retire and they die three weeks later because like they lost their purpose in life. If your purpose in, in your life and your identity is your job, I can understand maybe loving your job, but hopefully you're more than a job. Hopefully you're more than that. I mean, there's so there's just so much here to unpack. I'll stop. 29 minutes. We'll wrap it up. You got two questions to consider. Thank you for tuning into the Socratic Circle podcast. I know this is not your typical podcast. I know we're dealing things in a kind of a Socratic philosophical way that probably seems odd and weird, but I, I hope you realize that uh, you know using that thing called our brain and thinking about things in a deep deeper way. I think it's a, a very important part of being human, very important part um, about, well, making more out of our life. But I'll stop there. Have a great night. Thanks for listening. And if you find that you like this podcast, please share it with others. And always, if you want more content, get our church app. It's not your typical church app. Please just try it. Go to the Apple, Apple App Store, the Google Play Store, do a search for VBC66, VBC66. 66, VBC 66, VBC stands for Victory Baptist Church, 66 stands for the number of books in the Bible. I mean, obviously, uh, it's not going to be your typical church app. I mean, just the way I think from a philosophical standpoint, my love for history, um, keeping up with what's happening in our world, with culture. There's so much going on in the app all the time. Trust me, just try it. If you don't like it, delete it. It's free. We're, we don't, we're not going to ask for money. We don't want anything from you. The only thing we want from you is your time and using the app and sharing that app with as many people as possible. All right, I'm over the 30 minute mark. Thanks for listening.